Oh, what's the squeal like a pig? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I know what you're thinking. I yeah. can't think of it. Yeah, don't 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 burnt Reynolds Ned Beatty. Don't don't do that. Hi, welcome to Not So Southern Gentlemen. My name is Ricky. And I'm Sean. And Sean, we have got just crazy stuff coming out. Crazy. Ah, are you ready for Ready Player One? Because I've heard reviews that say Ready Player One is amazing. That it's Steven Spielberg back in rare form. I, I am excited for this. I want it to be happen. But honestly, and let me be honest, I have such tunnel vision on Infinity War right now, I don't feel the hype for other movies. And and that that's on me because this movie looks incredible. It, it reaches back to all the nostalgia that we love. It's got a great story. The The book has a huge following. I, I hope it's Spielberg's return to, you know, where he actually needs to be. But, but for me... Am I looking forward to day wanting this? I don't know. I want to. Are you it, wanting it, to talk about Infinity War? Because that sounds sounds like where you're wanting to no, go. No, no, <laughs> no, no, and it's not. It's just I. Uh, Let's I'm, just push this other crap out of the way. Give me Infinity War. That that's almost the way I feel. But <laughs> but that's not that's not the right thing to do. There's other plenty of great things going on around us that we need to pay attention to and talk about and discuss it. Yeah. I'm speaking, I mean, I'm just speaking from me personally when I, I love the fact that this is getting great reviews, but the question is, am I going to make that effort to go see this opening weekend? And I, I don't know if I can say yes with an honest answer. Well, I can't say I am because Logan Logan is ready to see this. He thinks it's very awesome. And plus, That's awesome. man, just like Pacific Rim, I mean, you've got giant robots in there. I want to see I want to see that Gundam in action. I want to see the Iron Giant fighting whatever the heck he's going to fight. I want to see big robots and I want to see my nostalgia. I want to hear this soundtrack done by the same guy that did Back to the Future. I've heard several people say, "Oh, the there's there's notes in it that are just it takes you back and it's 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 a nostalgia just uh, uh bathe in it." Uh Kevin Smith reviewed it and said it was amazing and he never read the book, but he got the feels about everything. Of course, Kevin Smith cries at the drop of a hat, but he is still one of the people I look to, and he says it's great. I cannot wait. I really am. I, I, hearing that really makes me want to go see it even more. I, I just don't know if I'll have the time. I want to, though. Well, uh, yeah. I, I'm go, I'm go, I got to. I got to. You, it's a promise to my you're son. You're lucky. You're lucky. You, you have somebody else to be like, no, Dad, we're, we're going to go see this film. And that's fine. Trust me, if Jax was there... But most of the time when I go see movies like this, it's, you know, you know my routine. It, it's my Sunday morning, 9 o'clock matinee that I always go and see. And uh, I, I don't know if I want to get up early and go see this one. Yeah, you do. You do. You're okay. going to do it. All right. You're going to okay. do it. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. Hey, Sean, did you, did you know that there was a, a Black Ops uh, uh, part of Star Trek? 
What? Like like an elite SEAL team? Yeah. For, for Picard? Yes. We... So, okay. and it was, it was introduced in, in uh, Deep Space Nine. They have Section 31, which is a black ops, you know, uh, they do stuff that's probably under the table, you know, assassinations, that kind of thing. That element of Star Trek was been there, and it got added after Gene Roddenberry's death, by the way, because he wouldn't have had none of that mess. But... <laughs> Um, the reason I bring this up uh, was because it was it was seen in uh, Deep Space Nine. It was seen in Star Trek Enterprise. It apparently was also seen in Star Trek Discovery. Um, the there were characters that had black um, black uh, uh, logos, um, call sign, whatever they are. Um, anyway, uh, there was a deleted scene that was shown at WonderCon, and it had them referencing the. Uh, section 31 and I thought I thought that was cool I, we we don't often talk about Star Trek and I have not talked about Star Trek Discovery enough because I don't want to spoil it it's on a weird format it is worth watching but I don't want to spoil things for people who haven't watched it yet who are going to wait till possibly it hits Netflix or whatever oh gosh uh, Star Trek Discovery really rekindled a love for Star Trek you uh, okay Take, taking what you said from Star Trek aside, do you really believe there's a chance that something on CBS streaming will find its way onto other streaming services? Well, now, Star Trek Discovery is on Netflix in every country other than the U.S. Really? Yes. Like, huh. it, see, the CBS All Access thing is only in America. Wow. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's, uh... Thanks a lot, CBS. So, I, if I you, guess. so if you got Netflix and can VPN it, you you can watch it for free, probably. Well, well, well. <laughs> but, you know, they say when a, a window closes, a door opens, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, at some point, I at some point in the next two weeks, I do want to talk about Star Trek Discovery. So let, cool. let's put that in the books and put a pin in it. Uh, but something that I can spoil is that our next article is Constantine is coming back. Matt Ryan is being cast in the fourth season of Legends as Tomorrow as a, as a series regular. I am so pumped about this. I love Matt Ryan's Constantine. I loved the NBC show. I loved his appearances on Arrow. I liked him in the animated movie. This guy is great. He is absolutely great. If you ever had a inkling of a liking for for John Constantine Hellblazer this is your guy that is awesome i uh i remember us talking about the uh the possibility of this occurring like many moons ago on uh earlier podcast but that is awesome that it's finally coming true and you get your Constantine i i still need to go back and watch the Constantine series that everybody loved well, you can't really find it. It's not streaming. <laughs> because oh, it's it was, streaming cause, somewhere. Because it's NBC and not CW, so it's not on Hulu. And, uh, uh, mm, makes me angry. Terrarium TV. <laughs> exactly. Um, did you hear Deadpool 2 filmed a secret cameo? Really? More, more, more people than, than, what we even seen in the most recent trailer? Well, we don't know. It, it seems like the Hollywood report, Reporter got a hold of a story where 
the Deadpool 2 second unit spent two hours filming in Los Angeles for a secret cameo. Uh, but nobody knows who it is. Some speculate Hugh Jackman, maybe. Oh my goodness. He was in that... the area. Are you that that that's like oh that would be real fun. It would be even more fun if this really was Hugh's last hurrah and in the Deadpool movie they have him sporting the yellow outfit. <laughs> that like, would seriously, be would you not That just... would be hilarious. <clears throat> the brown and black one from uh uh what was the end of was it the Wolverine where he got that yes. James Marigold yeah. did it. Yep. That would be cool. That would be funny. Now, uh, Hugh Jackman said he'd come back for the Avengers, so... <laughs> oh, man, there's so many possibilities. So many possibilities. Yeah, except for the possibility of an animated Deadpool series. They killed it! The one... No. Yeah, the one that De uh, Donald Glover was writing mm -hmm. and they were trying to move forward with. Uh, FXX is not going to move forward with the series. Now, that doesn't mean that it's dead completely. Donald Glover and, uh, yeah, who who is his, like his... Stephen Glover, okay. Yeah, um, they could still try to push the project forward with another, possibly FX, Fox, whatever. Um, but, yeah. It's just on the back burner. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, why would no. you green light it and... You know, go this far and not go the whole distance. I mean, Deadpool's you know, a property that's going to work. People are going to watch it. I mean, Deadpool... It, go ahead. If they did a Deadpool animated series, I know it would probably never happen, but I wish they would use the animation from Ultimate Spider-Man. <laughs> that's what I was going to say, was, you know, his appearances in Ultimate Spider-Man were, were pretty dang good, so... Oh, I know, and I would love for them to use that art style. I loved Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, it was a really good show. Now, it was the one that, did they do the, the Spider-Verse in that show? Yes. Yes, okay, yes. yeah, 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 that's the one I'm thinking. Not the uh, one after. No, Um. it, it was, I, I want to say it was Ultimate Spider-Man, then they did the Spider-Verse, and when they came back, that's when... Uh, it kind of took a new form. I want to say the title never changed, but it started saying Webbed Warriors at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when they went through that series? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but I, I loved Ultimate Spider-Man. That, that is definitely a great one. And not to go stray too far off Marvel, but we've got a very interesting rumor. Okay, bring it on. Possibly the Silver Surfer... Showing up in Infinity War? Hmm? Now, now, is this rumor started by by you? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I have made this mighty bold presumption claim before, but um, somebody got something from Metacritic uh, and Cinema Blend that uh, th there was a leak of a cast list that had a actor named Kurt Clendon. Then, okay, portraying the Silver Surfer. Now, ah, that's very interesting. I mean, and it could. Don't get me wrong. Like I said before, backdoor handshakes 
this is not the first time this has happened, folks. It could be a thing. I don't like to spread rumors, and I don't like to build things up too much to be let down, but, oh my god, this would be perfect. This would be perfect. <sighs> It'd be perfect. What do you oh think? My it, I mean, it would be amazing. I'm just sitting here cheesing, thinking about how much I really, really, really want to make sure we see Infinity War together so that if something like this occurs, I actually get to hear you squeal like a little girl. A man <laughs> squeal. Are you kidding me? Yes! <laughs> it, it, it would be so awesome just to see you cheesing if Silver Surfer shows up on screen in the middle of the Avengers fighting Thanos. Oh, my goodness. That would be amazing. Amazing. I would be, love it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, well... <sighs> here's what I don't understand why is Adam if you're going to do Adam Warlock which they are right why isn't he involved in this business what kind of well I mean kind of like they did Avengers Age of Ultron and we didn't we didn't get Hank Pym up in that business and that still kind of bothers me we got him later but mm -hmm. why <laughs> why I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I thought I thought Pym should be a part of Age of Ultron as you know. Yeah. I don't know, man. But There's I trust, a lot out there that could happen. That I, could happen. I trust Marvel. I trust Marvel. Yes. I trust so Marvel. <laughs> so before we move on to the next topic, I, I just gotta ask because you mentioned Adam Warlock. Um this movie, Infinity War, will we'll see more, or or is that going to be pushed off even farther? Hmm. Do you, do you think we'll see Adam Warlock in Infinity War? No, 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 no. He won't. He I, won't show up till. Uh, uh, James Gunn said that he won't show up till uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Part Three. Okay, that that's what I thought I'd heard, but you know, I, I watched a uh, YouTube. Uh, the other day, uh, and what it was was all of the after credits for every Marvel movie pieced together. And I was watching the one where they were talking about Adam Warlock, and I was like, holy crap, I totally forgot about this scene. Uh, is he going to be in Infinity War? You know, it's just there's a lot of those after credit scenes that when you go back and watch them, you're like, yep. I know where that was pieced together, and that one's pieced together, and that one. Well, you know, you know what? Let's go ahead and call some BS on that because Marvel is big at misdirection. It, it could, it could be that James Gunn's going, "Aha! I'm going to get you," and he does show up. I mean, hell, Peter Dinklage has been cast, and we don't know who he's playing. Maybe Pip the Troll. We have Gamora. We have rumors of the Silver Surfer. Why not go ahead and have? Oh yeah, he is actually in there. I was just kidding. Blah. <laughs> Adam Warlock shows up and is a big part of Infinity War. It could happen. Why not? Who knows? We actually... I really want to actually give some praise to Marvel for that last Infinity War trailer because you don't really... There's not really any spoilers in it. I mean, no. it's, it's not... There's not a lot of story there. It's just, hey, here's some cool-looking stuff that tells you yeah. nothing about what's going on in this movie other than, uh-oh... 
<laughs> Thanos has got some Infinity Gems. Yep. It, it, it's all pieced together really well without giving you much of anything. Yeah, and uh, that... I can't wait to walk in the theater and just absorb uh, that goodness. Uh, I mean, Infinity War... Once again, we're back here again. Uh, it's coming up in a month. Like, we are two days two days away from it being a literal month. I've honestly... I asked Michelle this the other day, and, and she, she didn't say no. So, so that means it's in the realm of possibilities. I've honestly thought about buying two tickets back-to-back so that when I watch it the first time, I get a nice 15, 20-minute break, use the bathroom, and then go see it again. Well, hell, that's what we should... How about how about the Sunday it comes out, Ricky just makes a trip to Little Rock? <laughs> you, want, you want to go see it twice in a row? <laughs> Maybe. That would be awesome. We should do that. Bring a notepad. Um... The, the second time we yeah. bring in like notes and stuff, and they're like, what are you doing? No, 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 this is our second time through. <laughs> We're Don't okay. Don't mind us. Don't... We're okay. Ignore us. We're, We're sitting good. in the back. Leave us alone. Yes. Tell them about the golf shoes. It's a possibility. <laughs> Tell them about the freaking golf shoes. Look at that one over there, man. Jesus, I think he spotted us. There's a lot of people that don't get that reference. (laughs) It hit me right in the face. Oh, dude. Pacific Rim 2. What have you heard? Because I've heard some positive with some meh. I have heard. Here's what I've heard. Two, two things. One, it's not like the first movie. That I the, agree. the first movie that. is a very first movie is very realistic, real weighty robots mm-hmm. fighting whatever. I've heard that the movie two departs from that, okay, and is a very fun take. A very super robot Japanese super robot take. We're talking. The, the robots are less weighty. They're, they're doing backflips and cool moves and spectacle. So everything's not so strenuous. Correct, that... yeah. You don't, you don't, you're not weighted down by making sure everything is technically perfect. They're going to have a little more fun taking a little more artistic license with reality in this movie. I'm kind of into that. I mean... I am too. Uh, you know, the first movie told a story, and it was very dour and uh, apocalyptic, and and there was some fun to be had and some victory to be had, and and I liked the movie. You know, it was Guillermo del Toro. I like it. Second movie may be a popcorn movie, and that that's okay. I, I, if I wanted to stop at the first movie, I could. There doesn't need it's 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 a all in one a one and done movie. Right. But if they took the approach to the second one and say, let's have some fun, let's make this, you know, enjoyable, hey, I'll watch it. So will I. I the, the fact that the, you know, the reviewer I had watched on YouTube, they, they, they didn't like the fact that I guess they hyped it up a little, they upped the abilities, they thought the, uh, you know, the abilities of the humans had to be, you know, strenuous in order for them to overtake and control these giant machines. I like the idea of it being a little more simplistic. Let's, if we're going to take the time and put giant robots on the screen, let's see them do the stuff we always wanted to see them do. 
Yeah, and and hollering back to what we referenced earlier, I feel that uh, like the Gundam, the RX seventy eight that we see in Ready Player One, right, is going to feel that way in that movie. I mean, it's it's going to be a video game version of reality, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of okay with that, honestly. Oh, so I mean, I've been I've been bashing the head with that in Transformers movies the past ten years. I think I can handle it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but Sean, moving on to the tail end of this podcast, I see some local hall. I yeah, I uh, I got a few things this weekend. I uh, actually did a vlog about it. I uh, I have, you know, post posted on our not so southern gentleman YouTube channel a uh, vlog. And what did I use to vlog? Well, that was my local hall as a. Uh, as you know, I have my GoPro Hero 5 Black, but the audio on a Hero 5 Black or on any GoPro is not optimal for vlogging. It's not really optimal for anything other than if you were in a quiet room, the microphones you know, can pick up your voice and they don't sound like you're underwater or anything. But even the, the most modern of GoPros, they're compared to a, a, a great... Uh, point and shoot the audio is still maybe on par so what you have to do is you order these little cnc machined exoskeletons that uh are like a housing you slide your gopro into and they have a hot shoe on top so i i ordered one of those and uh i ordered a uh road microphone uh i got the video mic go which is a nice uh small compact uh, stabilized microphone and also you have to remember with the GoPro you got to buy their special adapter to hook up a microphone so I got those three things the adapter the case the mic and I'm absolutely loving it the you know the for for me it doing the podcast I, is a lot like doing the vlog I, you know, you, you can use your, your microphone on your earbuds to do a podcast. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's hundreds of people, thousands of people that do that. But for me, I'm the type of person I, I can't, well, I can't be a podcaster. I don't have a real microphone. So when I got a real microphone, I felt there, I have the, the product where I consider that a baseline and I can get started. And that's kind of the way I feel about this. The vlogging is. I've always wanted to do it, but, you know, do I want to go in and tweak the audio constantly? No. So that that's a, you know, a check mark in the excuse box. I have no more check marks in the excuse box. This is an incredible setup. I am so excited to have it. And they're not going to be daily vlogs, but maybe one or two a week, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel and keep an eye out for any updates that might be coming out. Now, are these also going to hit your uh, Vero? They they will be posted on my Vero, and and I, I will I'll, I'll talk more about that at the very end of the podcast. Nice. Well, I ran across a rare gym this week, uh, our Walmart, and I talked to my buddy that works there, and he has no idea how this happened. Uh, we had a uh, Thanos Walmart exclusive Marvel Legends Thanos popped up from the middle of nowhere, and I seriously mean that because he went and checked the system, and after I'd bought it, it registered negative one on hand. So, <laughs> so I, you bought zero. I bought the one they didn't have. 
Um, that is awesome, dude. Congrats. And it is an awesome figure. It is an awesome figure. Now, this Thanos we have seen before. It is the... Uh, uh, they did a build of Marvel has gotten in the uh, habit of taking the build of figures from a few years ago and releasing them as standalone figures. Um, and this Thanos was part of that line uh, a few years ago, I believe. But it is such a nice figure. It has uh, two faces, it has a regular fist and the Infinity Gauntlet. It comes with the Infinity Gauntlet on the figure oh. already. And you, um, you take it out of the box. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I took <laughs> pictures up and down of this. It's a beautiful, beautiful figure. Um, love it. Uh, and, and I was really happy to have it. I was in Jonesboro yesterday and, and did see a couple more along with the $88 infinity gauntlet. I did not buy, did not, did not buy. <laughs> I, look, look, look. It's like we I did. Before. I did take it out of the box. I'm not going to lie. If the box is open, I'm like, well, I'm looking at this thing. <laughs> nice. So, hey, so tell me this. How much does that thing weigh? Like, I mean, on, you know, all I've seen is people wearing it on Facebook videos. It is. It, it's not surprisingly heavy. Um, right. But it's it's not liked by any means. Uh, so but it's, is it substantial enough to when you put it on or hold it, you're like, this is worth the ninety dollars that I'm paying for this? Yeah, I would say if if I was going by that, it's probably uh, sixty five. I would say sixty five. You'd be like, yes, perfect. So in other words, wait for somebody to. Find one on a clearance rack, which oh, will never happen. God. Won't happen, yeah. Like if if I was in the right frame of mind, it would it'd have been gone. But I didn't, so. Yeah. Eh. But I'm happy. Eh. I'm happy with my Thanos. I'm excited for you, dude. That that's awesome. Uh, I've seen those Walmart exclusives going around on Facebook. People picking them up for each other. So that's definitely a rare little hot item right now. Congrats. Um, this week on Have You Seen It, I, I wanted us to discuss something, uh, something that we've all probably seen uh, very, very many times, but we've never given like a proper sit-down discussion to the 1978 Superman. Mm. Now, now, did, I mean, I don't know, did, did you see something like that? You you didn't see this in theaters, obviously, right? You you weren't old enough. Well, I was two, but no, so, my yeah. first experience with that movie was um, at home. Um, now I believe Superman two and three. I which, which one's the one with Richard Pryor? Three, three, three. Yeah, that yes. one. And I've got things to say about that movie, but Superman one was a a, a TV only experience for me, and. Uh, you know, funny enough, and I I haven't studied the lore of it. It's one of those movies, you know, Superman and Superman 2 have that mystique about it. The Richard Donner cut, the, oh, he was fired here and this wasn't supposed to happen, and, oh, this scene is here, there's an octopus somewhere, no, that's in the video. Oh, wait, that's, that's another movie. But, um, yeah. like, so my Superman that I watched always had... The scene where he drills into the, where he goes through the gauntlet, you know, where he drills into the concrete and uh, yeah, he spins. Yeah, he spins yeah, yeah. Real fast. And yeah, uh, yeah, Luthor's yeah. got that underground lair, you know, there's oh, the yeah. fire and the machine guns and all that. And that's mm -hmm. not in the original cut of the movie. No, it's not. So I and, 
I've always known that part of the movie. That blew me away. And that wasn't that long ago I learned that. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, I want to say my first time seeing it was um, my parents would drive to Little Rock, rent two Betamaxes and uh, a handful of movies, and then we'd come back and dub them. And so that was my first experience watching Superman was on Betamax. Yeah, that movie made you believe superhero movies could work. I mean, watching Christopher Reeve transform into Superman, the spit curl, the flying, the turning time backwards, the, you know, stopping the bombs, the kryptonite. That movie worked on so many levels as as a child. And it's not just, it's not it was super friends and we were kids and we just loved it. I mean, you can go back and watch that movie, and it's Christopher Reeve turns in a great performance. I mean, he yeah. is Superman. He is the defining Superman for the time, and and that's him under that suit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, uh, and I love Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. Oh yeah, <laughs> even though DC probably wishes they could get away get, get away from that, and they have successfully in the past. But I mean that part. Lex Luthor in that movie worked 100% for a kid. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's all... I mean, heck, even the new the Superman Returns they did, they they used that Lex Luthor. I mean, he's still... It's a, still a land grab. He's still that guy. Yeah. Uh, I love that Lex Luthor. I, I love Otis. His... Uh, Fumbling, bumbling, Ned Beatty, Ned. Ba if, like, I tell you what, Otis, Otisburg, Otisburg. It's a small place. I if if you grew up watching that and then you watch the Big Easy with Ned Beatty, you will be messed up. <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, I I absolutely loved Superman from 1978. I, I looked it up, dude. Do you know this was the number two grossing film of 1978? Behind Greece, Greece was big. Right. Oh, I know, but oh, I, these are these are domestic totals for 1978 was 134 million. Now I didn't do any math or anything to figure out what that was, but in modern terms, well, in 1984 that money was you just double it. It'd be 268 million. So 78, you know, you're, you're a higher factor. So three or four, so, three or four hundred million. Yeah, I mean, let, let's round down and play it safe and say a three hundred million dollar year. That's not a terrible movie, and, and for to be number two, I mean, it it just shows that you know, even back then, the public was accepting of superheroes. The public loved superheroes. It just took technology and creators time to realize the way to put it together the way we wanted it although they they had the the blueprint in 1978 i i flat out love superman uh like i said before the podcast you know that that was probably my introduction to a superhero film that was what i remember my youngest memories of going to get a red towel and uh my mom went to, uh, she had to go to a, like a specialty store to order the print, and it was 
one of those uh, sewing kits where you, you know, it would give you the directions. Only this was for the Superman symbol. And she sewed the Superman symbol into a red towel and I would wrap it around my neck with a bobby pin. I mean, this movie set into motion a lot of things that still I enjoy and love today. Yeah, he loved this movie so much. He even likes Man of Steel, folks. It's crazy how big of an impact this movie was. I I do like Man of Steel. (laughs) Hey, I I even, I will watch Superman Creeper Jesus if it's on. I have no problem with it. I don't ever that movie. I don't have a problem with that movie either. I mean, it's it's fun. And uh, the the only time I get mad watching Superman Returns is anytime James Marsden's on the screen. I just sit there and I'm like, "You left X Men for this. You, you left X Men for this. Like, I don't know how much you made, but my God, man, keep your commitments. Like, why did you ruin?" I can't say even with him that it would save that train wreck that is X-Men 3, but, oh my goodness, it it sure didn't help the fact any. (laughs) You know, we need to watch X-Men 3 and just, and that's a whole episode, just talking about what's wrong with X-Men 3. (laughs) I I didn't mean to speak that evil out loud, but it just had to happen. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, that that's just goes into don't see it without even having to say don't see it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, my friend, that uh, that's wrapping us up. Do you have anything you'd like to add? No, man. Um, it's been a great week. It's been busy. We're both covered up right now, and we're going to talk about that more at a, at a later time. Yeah, the podcast has been delayed like a few days. Like the the last episode one hundred and one went out today. We're on the same day we're recording, so we're just we're just playing catch up a little. So, yes, um, on social media you can find me at Maynard ninety eight on Twitter. Uh, you know Maynard ninety eight on Instagram. Although I'm not promising as much activity there because I am neck deep in Vero. V-E-R-O, I I highly suggest, I would love for you to swap over, try a new social media outlet, come over to Vero. I'm linking, uh, I'm I'm trying to post quite a bit. I do some video vlogging on just Vero. That's just Vero exclusive stuff. Um, I'm loving that. It's a great format. I love the fact that when I close it, I reopen it. It's in the same spot. I can scroll through my entire feed. I can like every single thing that Ricky posts up, and I, as it scrolls across, it, it's just it's really great. I love their idea of follow, but if you want to connect, you can connect with somebody and have a little more conversation with them. You can set them as you know an acquaintance, a friend, a close friend. You give people different levels of. Uh, you know, security into your life. You can post pictures for just your close friends. Like, if I post a close friend picture, Ricky sees it, and not many other people do. So, are are you sure about that currently? Yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure I have you down as close friend. I'm not not really a, not an acquaintance. No, no, you're an you're not an acquaintance anymore since you changed your uh, profile from Eagles. No, you went the, you went close friend. Okay, so so. <laughs> So I, I highly suggest, you know, it, it, it's fun. Come join us on Vero. Jump on over. 
Um, I, I'm really surprised at the traction I've I've already got. It just come and join the fun. We're we're having a blast over there on Vero. Rick, where can they find you? You can find me at Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. You can search Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Ricky Westbrook on Vero. You can always email us at NotSoSouthernGentleman at gmail.com. That, that would be a good thing. If if we get emails, you know you get shouted out, and we're pretty good about responding. So uh, hit us up with an email this week, and uh, let us know your thoughts. We'd love to discuss it with you. For NotSoSouthernGentleman. You're Ricky. And I'm not Sean. All right. Y'all have a good one. You too.